Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to SEC Presents. My name is Caroline Bauer. And this is Drew Marshall. And so a week ago last Sunday, I'm sure you've all heard, but in Las Vegas there's a terrible tragedy. Over 58 were killed and 500 were wounded when a gunman fired down from his hotel room onto a country concert, country music festival or that was going on in the city. He somehow was able to uninstall the bulletproof glass window, bring up 20 guns, and just unleash sheer chaos um, onto the crowd below. And there's still really no strong motive of exactly what was going on. He had booked a room we know in uh, overlooking Lollapalooza in Chicago a few months prior, and so that he was potentially targeting concerts, but we're still really not sure why. I think that potentially why he's targeting concerts is it's different than like games because the crowd is surrounded by mm-hmm. a court or a field or whatever it is, but during concerts the crowd is all focused just on one position mm-hmm. rather than looking throughout the field and. I think, I don't think he was specifically targeting concert goers. I mean, who am mm-hmm. I to tell? But I definitely think that I, I honestly couldn't just define what happened. But I think it's just because all the crowds are distracted mm-hmm. and they're like mesmerized by music. I mean, music is a place of refuge, joy, and a place to escape problems. So it's just unfortunate that that's mm-hmm. the place that he chose to, or that he chose in general to do that. Yeah, and I definitely agree, and you really hit a strong point that a big reason we want to talk about this, too, is the fact that this really does hit to the core of music. We've seen this in the past. Recently, there was the Paris shooting at the Eagles of Death Metal concert. Recently, last last year in 2016, there was the voice singer that was shot and killed following her Orlando concert. And... In the Ariana Grande concert. Yeah, in Ariana Grande in Manchester. And so can you really feel safe at concerts nowadays with everything that's been going on? And what should music's response to this? This is supposed to be a place that you go with your loved ones, friends, and family to get away from these problems and get away from the outside world and just experience joy and listen to music and art and be creative. And so really what should music's response to this be? Well, I definitely know that people like creating music, musicians, Mm -hmm. artists, bands are in the light and they have the ability and fans to bring light to what's going on with gun control and just safety and whatever that looks like at concerts. But they definitely should be talking about it. I mean, Mm -hmm. all eyes are on them and they do have so much power to change. They are influencing everyone. People are literally following them. Yeah, in the past two years now, or in the past year actually, if we count Orlando shooting and Las Vegas, we've had two shootings where basically over 45, 50 people have been massacred and killed in the United States due to a shooter just opening fire. And so we've even seen a couple of very prominent musicians have been coming out, speaking out after this massacre. We had Caleb Keeter of the Josh Abbott Band, who was actually playing at the concert. And after... After the shooting happened, well, we, first we tend to think that you know country music is a very strong like bastion of Second Amendment supporting gun rights, but he actually reversed his gun control position after the massacre, writing on Twitter, I cannot express how wrong I was. We need gun control right now. My biggest regret is that I didn't stubbornly realize it until my brothers on the road and myself were threatened by it. Yeah, and I think I really appreciate how he put himself in mm-hmm. that position. I mean, it's terrible that people aren't seeing how big of a problem it is until Mm -hmm. they're actually there and they've seen Mm -hmm. the violence 
And I hope that's not mm-hmm. how the rest of Americans have to see the change and have to be the change because it's not a desire of mine or anyone's to be in a position where they see the violence after a massacre. Yeah. And we also had several other prominent musicians. John Mayer spoke out and he wrote on Twitter in this long thread that I really like, but he talks about how he addresses lawmakers and influencers and he influencers and he quote said if you're not doing everything in your power to at least reassess the threat of mass murder, why can't you come out and tell us that this is the life we're going to have to accept, that these are the new terms, that it's a fact of modern day life from time to time will lose dozens of people in seconds, that daily life is a lottery system. And if you can't say that it's just too cold and brutal thought to bear, then isn't that proof you haven't solved the problem yet? To me, that's one pretty astounding to think about. After every single mass shooting we have, People come out and say, you know, we're going to make a difference or we're going to fight for change or sometimes on the other side, it's just simply, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with the victims. And if politicians and the policymakers out there are saying that it's really just, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with you, then are we succumbing to this idea that this is just the fact of life nowadays or is this something that can really have like positive change and effect to prevent in the future? appreciate how artists and celebrities are done being upset about politicizing mm-hmm. things, but mm-hmm. they're realizing that it's time to act. And you bring a good, a good point, too, because I really think that music and social activism really go hand in hand. It's not mutually exclusive by any means. We've always seen throughout history that musicians have done played a huge role in policy making, they played a huge role in social events. You can think of the 1960s, obviously, is where music essentially defined social movements and defined civil rights and crying out against the war in Vietnam. And it's not just musicians who are bringing light to this. We saw Jimmy Kimmel's monologue the night after, and over 40 million have viewed it. I know that I learned a lot from his monologue. One of the quotes that I took away from it was, when someone with a beard attacks us, we tap phones, we invoke travel bans, we build walls, we take every possible precaution to make sure it never happens again. But when an American buys a gun and kills other Americans, then there's nothing we can do about that. And I think that's really profound, too, in the fact that it goes back to what we were saying, too. And In the aftermath of both Manchester and Paris, you saw there was a lot of outcry and that we need action now. But in both of those cases... Those were two guys from the Middle East that attacked and hit crowds. And there was backlash, and there were people saying that there are things to be done. And lawmakers just seemed a lot more, you could say, motivated to get things done. But now, after this middle-aged, older, wealthier white man fired down upon 50 people and killed 50, or fired down upon an entire constant crowd and killed 50 people. I think there's a little bit of a slower response by politicians to that, and I think that points out a strong hypocrisy. And some lawmakers and politicians, their response was, let's not politicize it now, it's a time Mm -hmm. of mourning. And then we see artists, again, refuting that and saying, no, it's time for change, like this Mm -hmm. needs to happen now. Um. And we're already seeing some change, it looks like, Uh, Earlier today, two congressmen I saw, one Republican and one Democrat, introduced a bill 
that would actually ban the bump stocks that the shooter used. And so the bump stocks essentially are able to convert a semi-automatic weapon or semi-automatic long rifle that the shooter used and convert it into an automatic gun. And so previously, the gun would shoot around 30 rounds in 10 seconds, and with a bump stock, you can then shoot 90 rounds in 10 seconds, essentially tripling the firing firing rate. And I think that's a lot to blame to why he was able to inflict such mass destruction and chaos and just pure evil upon the concert goers. And so I think that's at least one significant, like positive practical change that people are fighting for and at least looking at has a decent chance of becoming actual policy but I don't know if that's necessarily enough Mm -hmm. and I think it's so easy to be discouraged by this those lives can't we can't take Mm -hmm. them back and but we can prevent another massacre of happening and but I think just having these conversations and talking about it Mm -hmm. I know that I know I hardly know anything about public policy or uh, lawmaking or anything, Mm -hmm. but I do have a voice and I know people and I can talk about it. And for the 10 people who listen to this (laughs) podcast, they're listening and, um, and they're learning from this and uh, just being a voice to those who um, can no longer have a voice. Mm -hmm. And I definitely agree. And this gets back to our point that, Musicians shouldn't have to worry about being apolitical in situations like this. That they have a right, just like every other citizen in the United States does, to express their voice and to fight for positive change. And if through this, musicians are able to, musicians, artists, comedians, entertainers are able to generate discussion that leads to meaningful change and encourage citizens to learn more about these issues, then I think that's 100% a a fantastic thing and a great push in the right direction. So Caroline, how do you think the concert experience is going to change because of this Las Vegas shooting? I think the biggest change will be security and they'll probably make it similar to airport security, mm-hmm. but from an event and production standpoint, they can't really change the concert. Yeah. They aren't going to be able to influence fans to come because it's safe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Fans will just have to not be afraid of not going to events because of, in fear of what could happen. There is always a possibility, but um, hopefully they will just crack down more on security. Yeah, and that also plays into what the shooters and like terrorists in all of these cases are want to see happen. They want to see you scared. They want to see that the public is fearful of them. And so I don't think, in a sense, concert goers and music listeners need to change how they enjoy concerts. I think people, we need to be watching out for each other more and keeping each other safe, definitely, and just being more observant in that. So we talked about before how these musicians, celebrities, and entertainers definitely have the right to use their influence for positive change and and talking about these issues what about the people that you know don't have 10 million twitter followers what should they be doing well i mean you have friends you have people that respect you and just having conversations with them and you can use social media for your benefit and 
posting articles and sharing your opinion, Mm -hmm. not in a threatening way that doesn't ever spur on change, but just having conversations like I mentioned earlier. Because everyone has influence and you, you don't have to convince 10 million people of a position to make a positive difference in the world. It all starts with those basic conversations you have with your friends and family and just being encouraged to research these issues talk to each other about these issues call your congressmen and senators and representatives and fight for change how you see it and not be intimidated by the fact that not not be intimidated and not get apathetic with the situation that we see in the world today yeah it's easy to act like these things aren't happening and i was spurred on by a conversation Mm -hmm. that we had at our student concert committee meeting and people just shared people knew people that Mm -hmm. were there and so it just makes it a lot more real and but I think just being aware of things that are going on around the world Mm -hmm. not just in the U.S. there's oppression Mm -hmm. and there's terrorism everywhere Mm -hmm. and not just stopping with what's happening in the U.S. but caring about the world because in reality it's just an ocean that separates us so yeah definitely and just being bold with your ideas and viewpoints, but always being respectful towards others and not coming out of a place of hate or looking to embarrass someone and get one-up someone in an argument or debate, but coming from a place that you actually want to have an authentic, meaningful discussion with someone about. You don't have to know everything to have these types of conversations. And for one thing, we definitely don't have all the answers and we don't know everything about public policy, but... Just like you guys, we're just trying to have a conversation to start these issues. And this all goes to the core of just being a human being. It doesn't matter that necessarily we're not talking about music right now, but this is something that affects us regardless. Thanks again for tuning in to SEC Presents. Don't forget that the conversation does not have to stop here. Just